Hey, folks, it's the Buckeye Blitz. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Tito Jeff Fedoff. Find me on Twitter at FitHappens. Uh, we'll start with a little bit of football news. Uh, you know, spring game in the rearview mirror now. And uh, Seven Banks, by the way, Ohio State defensive back, uh, who had entered the transfer portal, is headed now to LSU with Brian Kelly. Um, you know, it, Banks uh, was gave, I think it was your four years at Ohio State and certainly gave it all he's got, but just uh, it wasn't the plans for this year anyway. So it was it was actually a, it's a win-win situation, I think, for Ohio State and for Seven Banks. Um, he, again, off to LSU with Brian Kelly in the SEC. Uh, Ohio State's got, you know, a new defensive scheme coming in. Uh, Jim Knowles coming over from Oklahoma State. And so uh, we've got that. We're about 135 days away, I think, from the Notre Dame game. Maybe a little less than that. I got to get an update on that. Give you an official number next time we do the Buckeye Blitz. But uh, it's creeping up here. So excited about that in the start of the college football season. Uh, A little basketball news. Nigel Pack um, is a player from Kansas State who's entered the transfer portal. Um, He's a... He's a he's a six foot tall guard and um, averaged seventeen almost seventeen and a half points a game last year for Kansas State. Shot around forty three percent from long distance. Um, he's transferring from Kansas State and uh, had a visit to Ohio State yesterday, um, which I think is very encouraging. I'm not sure if he'll end up at Ohio State or not. Um, he uh, is from Indianapolis originally and was a four star recruit. Um, as a freshman, he had, this was a sophomore year. He just fi- finished up, but he averaged uh, 12.7 points as a freshman and, uh, averaged 17.4, uh, again, last year for them. And he's a, a great free throw shooter too, 84.5% for line. So, um, he, uh, all big 12 first team in 2022. So, um, you know, he's one of, I think now 10 players have left the Kansas state program since, uh, Bruce Weber was let go. Um, so. You know, Pack, uh, if he comes to Ohio State, be another high-scoring guard that the Buckeyes uh, certainly could use more scoring after losing Malachi Branham. Um, you know, I know adding Tanner Holden certainly from Wright State is a step in the right direction, but if they could get Pack along with that. And, you know, I talked about <clears throat> how Amoni Bates from Memphis uh, should also be somebody Ohio State should be considering. I think both Bates and Pack are long shots for Ohio State, but I love the fact that I think Ohio State's in the mix at least for both of those guys right now. Uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll keep an eye on all the transfer news, but it's the way it is now in college basketball, folks. Uh, you know, recruiting classes only mean so much. They don't mean as much as they used to because of the fact you could have one and dones, and um, you get the G League option out there, but then also the transfers. That's where you really improve your team in the offseason because you're getting the freshmen in. These recruits come in. They might be highly regarded three, four, and five-star guys, but you really don't know what you're getting. Um, I, most of the times, it it does not match up. Either you get a five-star in who doesn't perform at that level or a three-star in who way overperforms. Look at someone like Malachi Brandon. Malachi Brandon, when he came in this year, I thought he'd be a really good player. Did not think he, he exceeded my expectations with what he was able to do. So the way Ohio State and the way other programs are going to offset that is through the transfer portal and where they'll fill these gaps in. It's very tricky, though, and this is what's really odd about This is where college basketball – is going to need to have an adjustment somewhere because with the, for instance, Ohio State right now has got this recruiting class that's uh, top five in the country coming in. And, you know, so these guys are are locked in. And then you have people leaving for the NBA or for uh, either uh, hiring an agent and going or saying we're going to test the waters. So now you've got these potential holes on your team. Hopefully you know. Hopefully Holtman's confident. Okay, we know Liddell's gone. Liddell has already signed his deal with an agent. We think Branham's gone. So he's got to now 
massage the transfer portal based on that knowledge. But then if somebody comes in that he wasn't expecting, that may also have a, a negative effect on the incoming recruiting class. You may see recruits say, wait, whoa, I, I'm a high-scoring guard. You just brought in you know, a couple of high-scoring guards also. Where do I fit in? And these guys have got multiple years of eligibility left. So it's an interesting process, and it's going to take some change. I think that college basketball is going to have to kind of change the calendar around to where teams can – uh, where people can't transfer. It's got to be – it somehow has to align better with the announcement of draft and staying in the draft or not versus then the, the transfers come in, the, the new classes. You're going to have more and more people moving around if there's this inconsistency and an imbalance, I guess I would say, um, about where uh, about when guys announce where they're going. I'm not sure why I'm using my hands so much today, but I am for some reason, so um, – don't let it distract you. <laughs> All right. One other note on Ohio State sports, and uh, not, a, not a bright note, but the NCAA um, Committee on Infractions announced that uh, there were three sports for Ohio State that were found uh, guilty of committing violations of the NCAA rulebook between 2015 and 2019. The three sports, um, all women's sports, were uh, women's basketball, women's golf, and fencing. Now, it's hard for me to believe that they would that you know some of these sports you know fencing's a this is not a knock on fencing um but you know it's surprised there could be some uh, infractions there but apparently um there were some uh inels blasters who participated in those and some of the news on that is that the most of the violations by the way were found to have occurred um in the fencing program they uh according to the NCAA uh the former fencing coach Vladimir Nazlimov arranged, provided, or directed other coaches to provide more than $6,000 in recruiting inducements to three prospects, and also provided or directed coaches to provide 18 student-athletes with more than $8,000 in impermissible benefits in the form of free access to a local sports club. So that's what happened there. Women's basketball program, look, Patrick Klein is a, uh, was a so associate head coach for Ohio State. He resigned, I think, back in 2019. There were allegations about inappropriate relationships or the pursuing of inappropriate relationships with um, student athletes on the Ohio state women's team. And um, that came to light a little more. The um, NCAA has said that uh, there were things that he did with uh, paying for manicures, loaning money for rental cars and purchasing textbooks um, for even a student athlete who wasn't on scholarship and did try to pursue initiate contact is what they said with student athletes with the goal of forming personal relationships that exceeded coaching student athlete relationships we already know that the, uh, the women's basketball team uh, forfeited like 52 wins, I think it was, and um, gave up some other awards that they had won. Women's golf team um, had too much uh, athletic-related activity hours over the course of several years. That was their infraction. So uh, minor in some cases, but you know, nonetheless, it did catch the NCAA's eye with some of these infractions committed by the Ohio State Athletics Program. And um, they are now – the program itself um, – Ohio State was placed on four years of NCAA probation. They were fined $5,000, and 3% of the fencing program budget and 1% of both the women's basketball and women's golf budgets were uh, forfeited as well as a penalty. So uh, that's it for the Buckeye Blitz. I know it was a lot, and I would talk to my hands a lot. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. At It Happens on Twitter. There we go. That's where you can find me. And uh, thanks so much. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.